0: Today's episode at Living to Love Yourself podcast will be an interesting story about myasthenia gravis. Myasthenia gravis is a rare autoimmune neuromuscular junction disorder that causes weakness in the skeletal muscles, which are the muscles your body uses for every movement. It occurs when communication between nerve cells and muscles become impaired. This disease affects almost 200,000 people per year. My dear friend and someone who lives with it every single day, Greg Joseph. He is 58 years old. Uh, He has three adult kids and just adopted a beagle from a rescue who found him hiking down a dirt road in the south. Some of the things that are quite interesting about him, and this this is what makes Greg, Greg, He, his favorite quote is, God only made so many perfect heads. The rest he covered with hair. I can't even talk without laughing on that one. Uh, He's been married, of course, for 30 years, like he said. And then the interesting thing, he has been living in the same house for over 25 years. Our friend, Greg Josephs, is now going to talk to you about my Gravis. Please welcome a wonderful man and an inspiring man and one anyone can learn from. Hi, Greg.
1: Hi, Rashmi. Thank you very much for that wonderful introduction.
0: Thank you. So, Greg, we want to know exactly what this rare disease is. What is it about?
1: Well, it uh, affects my muscles. For instance, when I need to turn a corner in my house, my Nerves say, Watch it, muscles do this, and my muscles say, No, we don't have to. So then I lose my balance. But hey, the way I look at it, I have to adjust anyway to new limits. So it's uh, another day in paradise.
0: Correct. So, uh, Greg, in terms of its symptoms, because I'm sure I didn't do justice with the symptoms of this disease. What can you describe? How does one, when you have this disease, how is it different from another autoimmune disease? And yeah, how, when we talk about neuromuscular disorder, you meet, you said that, you know, it's something you live with it every day, but what is this that you're living with every day? What, how can we describe what this disease
1: looks like? Well, that's a very good question, Rashmi. The uh, 200,000 people that have it, have it in different ways. It affects voluntary muscles with ocular myasthenic gravis. For me, it's generalized. It affects my limbs, mostly my legs and my arms, sometimes my neck but also my facial muscles. When I was diagnosed in 2002, I was throwing like a drunkard. And uh, it took about six months and probably a dozen doctors to figure out what I had. Along the way, I was scared because one doctor even said I had uh, ALS, which is fatal, unfortunately. But MG is not fatal. It's going to affect me throughout my whole life, but it will not shorten my life. It uh, basically, uh, my days of running marathons are in the past, not that mm-hmm. I've ran a marathon. <laughs> but, but, you know, I... I try to exercise because that is still crucial with an exercise bike, walking my dog gardening vegetables sometimes fishing but uh i get by i get Mm -hmm. by
0: that's interesting so basically just being you've been just you tend to go outdoors more you tend to What about, is there anything internal that you can do for your muscular disorder to be strengthened? For example, what about breathing? Do you practice breathing exercises? Do you do anything like meditation or yoga? Anything that's more helpful for the lungs or it doesn't matter for this kind of disease?
1: Well, it does. Uh, Very good question, Rashmi. Because I suffer from sleep apnea. My... uh, throat muscles uh, just close up at night. And uh, before I got a CPAP machine, which blows air into my trachea, I had been waking up about 170 times an hour because my brain would not be able to get oxygen that it needs at night. Mm. But fortunately, now it's Uh, four or five times an hour according to the machine so it's not bad but i had a bout of pneumonia back in april and thank god i'm okay but the uh breathing exercises i had as a part of my rehab were exactly that there's uh there's so many muscles that control your breathing it's really good to be able to condition them to work better than just take a pill and hope that they perform better when it comes down to it. Wow. So, yeah, fortunately, I didn't have to go on a ventilator. I did have some oxygen in the hospital, but uh, with some myasthenia grava sufferers, they do have to go on oxygen. They are not able to speak hardly at all or even eat. Unfortunately, I go to support groups and there's a gentleman there that told me he tried to eat birthday cake for his grandson but just couldn't do it. He had to uh, unfortunately fake it. But, you know, that's the way we have to live life or new limits. That's all.
0: That's true. I I think um you you made a good point. I think it's more of when you are hit with a certain situation or any challenges, whether it's your pneumonia or just enjoying day-to-day life as your friend on special occasions, it's overcoming that feeling that mm-hmm
1: emotional
0: turmoil that you must be going through to say you know what this is me this is my identity and this is i can still have fun i can still live with it is that a fair statement or
1: it is rashmi i appreciate that very much i try to find humor wherever i go for instance i just realized that when i wear a mask because i have to almost all the time I realized that I can stick out my tongue at people. That, for instance, I, there was a gentleman that cut me off. And I was able to figure that out. But it's, uh, it's a little thing, but, you know.
0: you got to bring was, a humor into it. I agree. Yes,
1: you do. You really do. I
0: have to try that with the mask on. This this is yes. something new. It's a talent.
1: It is. It is. It is. And, my daughter just moved into a a new house in richmond and she found two little garden gnomes in her basement at first she was scared of them because i guess it is kind of creepy but i convinced her that they're good luck for her house so instead of putting it back in her basement she ought to take care of them, give them part of her dinner, and uh, that way, they can be good luck charms. Right. So, just a way of looking at life.
0: Yes, you always have to look at the better side of it, right? Yes. Speaking of the yes. better side, I have. Um, I'm curious. You you had this disease, the MG, back in 2002, I believe, and prior to that. Can you just give us a little bit of a difference how it your life was from there and then after 2002 and what you learned from it, basically, and mm-hmm. what what you achieved even after the after the onset?
1: Well, that's a very good question, Rashmi, because I had sold residential real estate prior to that, but uh, I realized that it was stressing me out. I really can't uh, deal with situations like I could. And rather than make a mistake, I decided to face Myasthenia Gravis and face the fact that I do have it. I was in Disney World back in March or February was. And it, we are... Chair bound lady had a sweatshirt on that said, Never give up hope. Wow. And I complimented her on it because I'd never see her again. And she said, Well, I've got rheumatoid arthritis and I'm in constant pain, but it's true, never give up, never give up. I was doing a clinical study in February. Or a new drug for MG. Uh-huh. And I uh, realized that a lot is known about the disease, but unfortunately, doctors have no idea how to treat it because it's the acetylcholine receptor that is blocked. And uh, until it's known how to unblock it, then then it's just a matter of dealing with it.
0: Right. Uh, do the doctors or physicians per se, uh, do they give you pointers of how to live with this type of lifestyle? I mean, I'm sure from a medical mm-hmm. perspective, there has to be way uh, uh, one is medications, which we can definitely go into. Uh, and two, is there a coping mechanism with mm-hmm. MD uh, from a medical
1: perspective? Well, no. I've seen my one neurologist every six months, or so, for eighteen years. At one point, he said to me that we will grow old together, which was nice. But from what I gather, although I do take medicine to suppress my immune system, there are there are. Methods to manage the disease with exercise, diet. I wish they included ice cream, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and also,
0: not even sugar-free well, ice cream, really.
1: Well, yeah, but yeah, frankly, there's, free? <laughs> there's no such super friendly. <laughs> but but uh, you know, I uh, my vegetable garden helped although I do have more tomatoes than I can live with right now. But, you know, in sleep, I try to nap when I can and uh, try to take care of myself. Support systems are very important, too, because health professionals, some of them are not even uh, acquainted with my senior So I have to go on to the web and find out what is the latest information and support groups because although you may be scared of people who have the disease it's sort of like looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. and you you can find out oh yeah i'll try that or i'll try this because it may benefit you in the end uh, with support groups, but I highly recommend that.
0: Are you in any that you recommend? Maybe towards the end, we can have a link, a resource uh, link by, for- By okay.
1: all means, yes. Okay, yes.
0: Thank you. And other than I think with the group, which is very good to be involved in, I think that's a wonderful advice. Uh, I think maybe uh, just the general population. Uh, of having, such as your friends, your family, your colleagues, your loved ones—you know, it, those are types of support system that I think also you can benefit from.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. When I had my pneumonia, there are certain drugs that would not do well with myasthenia gravis. For instance, uh, the antibiotic Cipro, which is needed for some disabilities, would react not well with my body. Mm. And this stands out. In 2008, I believe it was, I had terrible back pain and I had a shot of steroids. In my back, it backfired, and I ended up losing my voice for a couple of months. But uh, fortunately, it came back with low-dose steroids, prednisone. Prednisone. So it's, it's, uh, you know, I guess you can shock your body. You really have to be careful. You have to be your own advocate when it comes down to it. But uh, who was going to say, oh, when I had pneumonia, my uh, daughter and my neurologist conversed uh, ceaselessly because once I got to the hospital, of course, COVID-19 took over and I went right into that ward. Fortunately, I didn't have it. Mm. But, uh, you know, you can't be too careful these days.
0: Absolutely. So I think in your situation Greg that we need to have we need to have medication as a factor to help us because that's very important for people to know I mean in, in our show here we talk about improving our lifestyle from a natural perspective as much as possible however integrating which which I stress quite mm-hmm. a bit integrating medication in your lifestyle if, if it's much needed has to be there i believe in that and i think this is a prime example of mm-hmm. where medication does saw so, you know save one's life and it does help to, for the longevity of your of your disor- disorder so that's one i think important takeaway from this
1: yes absolutely absolutely i take Cellcept to reduce my immune system, and uh, I also take Ropenerol to quiet my muscles. Then I I take melatonin to help me sleep. What my neurologist suggested for sleep aids are not narcotics, not opioids, but natural items. Right. Besides uh, preparing your bed, your room, try melatonin and nix the ice cream at night, which was difficult. But, uh, you know, try to uh, eat vegetables and fruits throughout the day. Make sure you get your protein to repair your body as uh, you see fit but avoid the carbs and the processed sugars which are difficult but it can be done
0: so i uh, main thing is to exercise and yeah. work on your breathing so you can sleep better and have a more relaxed state of mind
1: oh yes absolutely.
0: eliminate those bad foods just like in any kind of um, autoimmune disorder food
1: and nutrition is the key it is the mind body connection rashmi is so strong that i it took my thyroid gravis for me to realize that uh, i had to stop getting fast food just because it's convenient and also not reduce my portions of ice cream to just a little bit which is difficult but yeah,
0: I gotta be done I completely understand I mean having autoimmune disorder myself it's it's a it's a lifestyle change and you know I don't think you and I can think of it as a lifestyle for the worst. I think it's for the better because our body feels better when we're not taking in anything that seems to be hurting us, you know, and overall, any type of foreign substance and processed food is always going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Having these, you growing your own vegetables is a mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful step in terms of improving your health.
1: Yes, I have a patch of beets and uh, I know people either love beets or hate beets.
0: I love beets. But great, great,
1: great. <laughs> I love yeah. They are uh, really good for you yes. and uh, you really do get clear thinking and enjoy life better if you have fresh fruits and vegetables and uh, fresh, well, mm-hmm. water when it comes down to it. No, no soda, exactly. no Gatorade, nothing like that.
0: Absolutely, because again... Those are processed food, food and they mm-hmm. have lots of sugar. Even the ones yeah. that say no sugar added right. have sugar. <laughs> or,
1: or low fat, they oh. they they compensate with sugar. I know.
0: Exactly, it's insane. But I mean, so uh, when it comes to when it comes to this uh, d- disorder, this disease. What have you noticed from your perspective on just the human life? How has that changed your perspective? I'm sure from previous 2000, the pre 2002 versus post 2002, how has your lifestyle changed? Not, of course, from your own body, but just looking at the society, looking at the world the way it is. Has it changed or you have always been the same
1: from that angle? No, it, it's changed quite a bit. For example, I, uh, I exited my car recently and lost my balance. So I faltered and a gentleman asked me if I needed help. It's It was, uh, fortunately, I didn't hurt myself, but it's nice to know that there are people that care about others, and even now with COVID nineteen going around, we uh, can volunteer. If you have anything to give, you really should, because even if you don't think it's a value, other people might. Definitely. That's yeah. That's. Uh, allowed me to be so much more optimistic than I am.
0: Isn't it amazing how you can see the value in life? Yeah. You go through certain obstacles in your, and struggles Mm -hmm. in your life. And I think yours is a prime example of it because this rare disease when I first met you, for example, uh, I think it was uh, what three years back, if I remember, or two years back, um, we had. I just remembered saying, "Wow, this is such a sweet gentleman," and he's taking his, you know, working on his public speaking and so forth. And then I looked more closely. I said, "He's doing it." Also, one because of his passion, two. He wants to improve on his speech. And the more I thought, I was like, this man is so honorable because you just had had this light in you. And I said, if he can work through all the challenges and be here in public speaking, anyone can.
1: That's it, that's it. Never give up hope.
0: Never give up.
1: And uh, without knowing that there is, improvement to be had every day then there is so little to live for exactly i appreciate rashmi thank you
0: yes and so greg what what do you suggest would be your next steps for the audience what what is it that you would like them to take away from this i know i'm going to give them the resource as you had mentioned the link so i'll definitely do that and On below, but what exactly, anything you have that we didn't talk about, anything you'd like to add?
1: Well, I would, Rajshman, I would like to end with the fact that everyone listening and watching should be eternal optimists. Whether or not you think that your class may not be half full. It is, because even though the economy is terrible, you might be jobless, and uh, your dog just died. Life goes on. Right. Life goes on, and it can be absolutely wonderful.
0: It's such a honorable. Honorable advice. Thank you so much, Greg. And I'm. It's. Uh, we're so honored to have you on this platform to tell us about this rare disease. And I wish you the best. And hopefully, you know, uh, being part of this groups that you're in, they, the physicians and doctors, the medical group, can find a better cure. I would say. Right. At least we know that. There is a longer lifespan now. So that's a, that's a great thing for anyone and everyone to know. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is believe in yourself. Thank yes. you so much, Greg. I, we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: So there you have it, everyone. We had Greg Josephs, a wonderful man, discussing about mastenia gravis. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Have a wonderful day.